A shout out to the late, great Tom Petty. God rest his soul. Brilliant guy. Host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the super cool DRS ATL studio right in Roswell, Georgia. My friend, executive producer, and consummate host, Wahid Gomes, on the technology. Wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without Wahid. Hard to believe we're coming up on uh, four years uh, doing this show. Just a tremendous blessing. And Totally stoked in the studio. We've got Lucy Theodora and Andy Brown of Lynx Deluxe. Welcome, y'all. Lucy. Hey. <laughs> Andy. How are you doing? Well, you know, I'm doing awesome. And I'm only, you know, we, for your fans that are Legion and growing, right? They may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe. But we wait, the way we roll the show is we like to encourage the listeners to sit back in a comfortable environment of their choosing, get a beverage of their choice. And in the studio, we are featuring a little bit of um, Drinkmate sparkled water. And we've added, we've flavored it up with a little bit of tart cherry concentrate. And I think it's very flavorable. It's great. You it's know. delicious. Yeah. And this Drinkmate company, they're out of Michigan. They're a very innovative company and they're that carbonate anything drink maker company. So how cool is that? It's, uh, you know, I like water. Yeah. But I like a little bit of taste in there. And it's, 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 it's really, really, it's really nice. good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy. And you can do, you can sparkle anything. So it's pretty cool and it saves money. It's environmentally conscious. You can get yourself off of sugared beverages if uh, you're so inclined to do that for optimal health. So very cool thing. So thanks to uh, Drinkmate for doing that. So we've got the listeners queued up to get a beverage of their choice. Maybe they'll even check out Drinkmate. And then we're going to play six songs off your EP Jungle Land. We're not going to play them in their entirety because we want the listeners to go to your website, www.lynxdelexe.com, right? Links Deluxe. Links Deluxe. And actually buy the music, Right. Sure. So you can make a little bit of money because Spotify, you're not making, you're making point mm. zero 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 three three two cents, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so at any rate, go to linksdeluxe.com, uh, buy the CD, and I would highly encourage you to do that because it's just fantastic. So we're going to play the songs, not in their entirety. And then we have to, at the top of the show, give a shout out to our mutual friend, Jason Becknell with Radio Tucker. Jason is a wonderful human being. We love him so much. He was the first one to play and interview Lynx Deluxe, and we are forever in his debt. Yeah. We love him so much. Yeah. And what a great proposition, right? So he's got a 365, 24-7 radio station out of Tucker, as the name implies, but his tagline, very, very cool, locally programmed, globally enjoyed. And he features bands like Lynx Deluxe or... Bands that have made it, like a driving and crying. And he's been very gracious to rebroadcast all the Ride the Vibe shows in the Tuesday evening, 9 to 10 time slot, regardless of where the guests come from, whether they're from Japan or the UK, where Andy is from. Uh, he rebroadcasts all the shows. But the theme is his primary theme is local artists, up and coming artists, gigging artists out of Georgia and the Southeast. So, very cool value proposition. We'll talk about uh, this EP, Jungle Land. Jungle Land. Uh, it was very cathartic to make um, for me personally. And it was uh, the beginning of Lynx Deluxe per se. Yeah. Uh, it's it kind of, what it did is, it, it was recorded during this uh, current epidemic we have. And it kind of bonded us 
yeah. uh, as a band. And to me, the most important thing about any band is chemistry. Right. 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 And I mean, you could have the greatest players in the world in a room and it, it just, it's, it's great, but it's not as great as when that chemistry hits. It's, it's just a great feeling, you know? And so we had some songs and we recorded five of them. We, our friends in Driving and Crying, we shot those over to them and they said, this is great. We love it, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And so we need more. Let's do an LP. Yeah. So we recorded six more. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it was great. But working with Rory Lant, the producer, um, and Palmer Wood, also a producer, was gold. As you said, a great golf name. <laughs> Palmer Wood is, is one of my best buddies. He's been my one of my best buddies for 30 odd years. And yeah. uh, I am just amazed that he hasn't become a professional golfer. <laughs> With a name well, like that. The sponsors alone would um, right. make his career. Never <laughs> right. mind if he could play or not. Right. A young guy, Rory Lant, um, yeah. Penguin Lab Studios. He is um, absolutely phenomenal human being and we love him so much. Yeah. And he took 90% of the album and, and uh, working with him, me and him kind of production. And uh, it was just a complete joy to work yeah. with. When somebody understands your mindset right. and your vision. Again, and, back to that chemistry thing, right? I mean, exactly. it's yeah. the whole we, team, right? not just the band, there you are. but it's got to be the producer and et cetera. And, and Lucy, I'm going to go through the band real yeah. quick. Okay? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Lucy Theodora is on bass and she does yeah. some vocals and stuff. She right. has um, been playing not, as long as she would, you would assume she has on stage. She is amazing. Her yeah. her uh, presence on stage is well. I'm overwhelmed with that sometimes. Aura is amazing. Um, and she shared with me in the run up to the show that one of her inspirations was James Jameson, ah, yeah. who just uh, celebrated a birthday on uh, on Wednesday uh, on Saturday. Excuse me, Saturday. Yeah, and you you was. were Lucy. You were telling me a little trick you picked up from James. Yeah, he used to put a sponge down to sort of mute the strings and um so uh but then once i i did a little trick of my own so yeah. i've i've how did you pick that up that tip that sponge tip probably. i just read about it ah, he, he played stand-up yeah. first and yeah. so he actually had the strings the action was really high and yeah. if you picked up his bass you wouldn't the normal normal person couldn't play it because yeah. the action was so high they wouldn't be able to you know and um but uh and he used flat wound, so Too I cool. took a lot of inspiration from him as far as um, like hardware yeah. and it was concerned. Yeah. But uh, then Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, yeah. that record, yeah. you know, the and Moon Age Daydream, the song was a big inspiration. And Paul Simonon from The Clash, as far as like style people is that you like to follow yeah and curtis mayfield i right. have to say curtis mayfield is one of my heroes I all time it. and his some of the bass lines in his songs are fantastic well as a, a bass player or any musician uh you know i just f i found as you you know noodle around the internet a tribute to james jameson and the guy that put it together brought out the bass lines of those classic Motown oh, cool. and sounds, so you re so they're really highlighted, right? And it's so subtle. I mean, it's just that one finger, you know, really magical stuff. Man, he had the dexterity there yeah. that, like, I mean, he and he, yeah, the one finger. Right. So it's like it's funny because I play with one finger, ah, so that was enough. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah, but you have to adapt in ways so that you can have speed there yeah. that you wouldn't. You know, I mean, it, so it's... Yeah, so y'all, if you don't know who James Jameson is, you need to go find out <laughs> who oh he God, is. Yeah. And before we go through the rest of the band, if we could, Andy, I want to tee up Jane Goodall. We're going to only play a couple minutes, y'all, because we want you to go to the website and buy the CD. Or soon you can buy the LP coming out. This well, one really features our, our drummer. Yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah, he's And we'll he's come great. back and then talk about the rest of the band if we could. So Jane Goodall off of Jungle Land. <laughs>
love that. That's Jane Goodall off Links Deluxe Jungle Land. And we referenced Driving and Crying, and uh, Kevin Kinney says of that, this is fantastic, really great music. Congratulations. I'm really digging it. So how cool is that? Pretty high praise. We love Driving and Crying. I love um, that. I've been friends personally with those guys for, well, more years than most of us can count. <laughs> they are to us gold. Yeah. They have helped us more than, as soon as they heard the songs, they stepped up to the plate. Tim Nielsen is one of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah. Kevin is absolutely, well, Sir Kevin Kenny is how I refer to him. Uh, the rest of their crew is nothing but helpful. And, yeah. and they have been absolutely, absolutely just wonderful human beings. We love working with them. Um, they've, they're throwing gigs left and right at us. And um, we what just What a blessing like, to have that kind it, of... Amazing. And, I, I and don't know why, but they're just, they're just, I guess they're... They love the band, I guess. Well, know. and Tim said of the album, I really do like the songs. It doesn't sound like anything else that's happening now. It's very fresh and inviting. That, to me, would be the highest praise um, that anyone could give. We are um, certainly different. Um, and uh, and the we, the we is, we, we've talked about Lucy. Let's uh, pick up with that... Uh, uh, Brad Minnesota guy, that drummer who was featured on that Jane Goodall. <laughs> so that that would be Brad Matson, and yeah. I've worked with a few drummers in my life, and I have to tell you that Brad Matson is the absolute tops of any of those. Yeah, he is a wonderful human being. He used to play in the Phones on Twin Tone Records back in the eighties. Uh, well, yeah, and he is just phenomenal. He plays samples and yeah. the drums, and he, I've never, I've never, he can play. Tough. He can play soft. He can. He just. He just has it. Got magic, it all. You know. Well, he laid it out there on Jane Goodall. That's and with for sure. him and Lucy, that combo is. Yeah. is well, as a the bass player, he is so easy to lock in. Yeah. With talk about chemistry. I mean, you have oh, to yeah. have. A, yeah. A no. Key to most great. bands is a good rhythm section, right? I, mean, I keep you, right I, next to the drums. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling her. No and then you've got Greg D. Greg D. is is uh, from New Jersey. We don't hold that against him, but yeah. he is. Um, <laughs> He's quite a character in himself, and yeah. he is like magic with us. I'm so happy to have Greg. Billy Fields used to play in Father for Now keyboards, and yeah. he is um, just phenomenal. He gets it. And um, my brother Dean's actually filming on some guitar. Oh, nice. He used to play in The Restraints. Okay. Um, that was way back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, at the Agora Ballroom, they opened for yeah. the Clash first tour in the Ramones, and he was only like 16 or 17 at the time. And he's... Uh, Dean has has just been, and both y'all, Andy, grew up in Birmingham, England. Uh, well, yeah, I was born in Miami, and I think Dean was too. And okay. then we were like three or four when I was three or four. I think we moved back to Birmingham, yeah, for a bit, like till yeah. we I was ten, eleven ish, and then we moved to, to um, we were up north for a bit, and then yeah. we scattered down here, and then we wound up in Dunwoody, and then Roswell, yeah, you know, um, and, and stuff like this. And then Shane Perryman plays a really mean trombone, and I, I love, love the it. trombone. He is yeah. amazing. He's a young guy, and he's just phenomenal. Um, so together, um, I think we have something quite different. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and speaking of different, let's hear a second song off of this uh, EP called Struggle. If we could, why he'd cue that up. And again, y'all, we're only teasing you up with a couple minutes because while you're listening, you can be buying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
That was Struggle off of Lynx Deluxe's Jungle Land. Got that theme going, man. I really dig that. And, uh, you know, in that first song we played, Jane Goodall, there's a brilliant line, or a couple, you know, line in there, Mother of the Earth and Queen of the Jungle. But the whole album has that sort of feel. Talk about how that came about and... And well, both those songs, Jane and Struggle, are two killers. I, I'm going to talk about Jane for a bit, and then I'm going to yeah. let Lucy tell you about Struggle. Oh, um, nice. Good. So Jane Goodall, growing up in England, obviously was um, exposed to her work. And, and I just am a really big fan of Jane Goodall. And, yeah. and uh, I think she's a wonderful human being. And, and um, she's not pushy. She's uh, just a hero of mine. Yeah. And, and I want to dedicate that song to her and, and, and the work that she does. And um, there's more to it than the obvious, but... Um, Is that one... Did you write that, Annie? Well, yeah, most of the lyrics, yeah, yeah come from gotcha. my angle. But yeah. um, uh, we're talking about struggle a bit. Um, Lucy can give you up some background on that and when, when it came together. Okay, well... Well, I mean, it, it came together but, uh, right when the pandemic started. Yeah. And um, so we were Is that the genesis of it, Lucy? The struggle? No, it was kind of because, you know, we all have a lot of stuff going on. And even before the pandemic, we all had a lot of stuff going on. And everybody's uh, hardships are unique to themselves, you know? And um, so it's like the concept kind of was in, it was brewing. And then when everybody was on lockdown, we were just messing around. And, uh, you know, Andy heard this bass line and he was like, I think we could do something with yeah. that. That's really, he likes it. I and uh, it. so we, uh, there, he wrote the lyrics and yeah. it turned into struggle. So but I, my talk about favorite that creative, one is mercy. Yeah. And we're going to play that next, but uh, talk about that creative process and the dynamic between the two of y'all and then the rest of the band. So, Flush that out a so little bit. I, I will tell you that um, this is a, cohesive unit in, yeah. in the songs are written in this band different from other bands that have been written in okay. because, um, and we're going to get into Mercy in a bit, yeah. but like Lucy came to me with a baseline in the struggle and said, can we see what this can do? And yeah. everybody in their experiences is a part of this band. And, and I may have a conversation with this person or that person and, and they, that idea might, process into yeah. a song and obviously me and Lucy are very close. So right. a lot of the ideas are shaped at our home okay. and brought in. Yeah. Um, and then between the two, the collaboration between the two of you all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes we're practicing an idea maybe come up with, but I'm saying is if somebody's influential on your life or art, then they are responsible for parts of that sure. idea. Sure. And so this is a shared and comprehensive unit mm-hmm. and we look at it like that, yeah. you know, and, and I don't think that there's no egos involved. Like yeah. the okay. songs wouldn't be what they are if it weren't for the contribution of everybody. Right, right. You know, I mean, the next one, we're going to hear Mercy. You've yeah. got Billy who just makes the song to me. Mm-hmm. It's just his keyboard is it's so Ray Manzarek. It yeah. reminds me of the. Doors, doors, you know, yeah. and it was just when he first played it, I was like, oh my God, I love this. So I think Lucy came up with a really important point on struggle. It doesn't matter what uh, situation you're in or, or, or financially or whatever. You know, we know wealthy people, we know poor people, but it doesn't matter. It's like everyone is going to deal with some sort of struggle Absolutely. at some point, you yeah. know, and some mindset or yeah. financial, whatever it might be. And, and so it wasn't written uh, because of the pandemic. It was yeah. written right before it and it yeah. just happened to be... Timely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, wow. I love it. Well, talk about um, the difficulty, I, I would imagine, as a musician or musicians in this market today with EP versus single versus streaming versus album how do you sift through all that? I mean, what, what right what's now, your mindset? Yeah, right now, we, you know what we're doing? We're just producing the best music we can do. You got all the Spotify's. And right, the, the, right. We, we, honestly, we just want to record and yeah. play. And we're not really concerned with, you know, we so you're not mindful of that. That's uh, not a, it's you're not, not right. writing for that or focused uh, on that. Absolutely yeah. not. What we yeah. want is the, our favorite bands were organic. Yeah. They were, they became because mm-hmm. they grew, whether it's the Rolling Stones or Curtis Mayfield, Bob Dylan, yeah. David Bowie, The Clash. It, it, 
yeah, I know it's a different time now, but we're really not concerned with yeah. the trends of the music business right now. We're concerned with it. our own yeah. art. Yeah. I know that's a bit pretentious, but well, that no, is. No, but it's genuine. Yeah. And so when you're it, back, those bands you mentioned, they were very mindful as I studied them of the structure of the album, you know, the placement of the song, one, two, the order. Is that, does that come into play with it's y'all as well? It's funny you mention that. We have a, we have a fan on our, on our website that gave us a review and he, he said there's this natural flow. Yeah, we were quite conscious of how the songs in order right. were presented. When I was listening to albums at 14, 15, 16, set, whatever it might've been, I went, this is like this conscious um, awareness of yeah. how it's like steps, you right. know, and it grew into each song. Right. And I love that. And I, and I, and I appreciate that because it's, it's an album, it's an LP, it's, yeah. a, it's a moment in time. Right. Right. And, and, and it's connected. It's yeah. a connective tissue. Yeah. And, and so, yes. And I think it's so important. That's why I you know, was excited to have the opportunity to do Ride the Bob because that was the way I grew up listening to music. Albums, literally. You know, you'd drop them on the turntable, we'd stack them. In college, that was the focus of our entertainment, go into someone's dorm or apartment and we'd stack the albums and a diverse eclectic mix of music, but you'd play them through. And they told a story. I mean, you know, would we ever see thick as a brick again? <laughs> tell. You know, two, two sides of, of an album with one theme kind of thing. Well, we're going to take just a short break, y'all, to support someone we've referenced uh, early in the show, but again, can't uh, give enough of a shout out to Jason Becknell, Radio Tucker. That's how I got hooked up with these cats that are in the studio playing this great music, Jungle Land, which y'all are going out and buying right now from their website. <laughs> But we're going to come right back and then we're going to play Mercy, which we've referenced. We'll be right back. Ride the vibe. Michael Litton, last DJ. Hi there. It's Jason from Radio Tucker. We're the new station in town, but you don't have to live in Tucker to enjoy the music we play. We play a mix of music from the 60s to today's alternative indie and all country. We're local, so we love local music. We play lots of Georgia bands and we'll even play your local band. Streaming 24-7 at RadioTucker.com or look for us on the TuneIn app or ask Alexa to play Radio Tucker. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed, we're Radio Tucker. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say and screwing it up all along, but it's all good because it's just Drinkmate in the house, the Carbonate Anything drink maker, and we've spiced it up, not with any alcohol, just a little <laughs> cherry concentrate. Just having a great conversation with Lucy and Andy. And just before break, we were talking about the concept, you know, the concept and the way you go about your craft. And you have the, this project coming up is going to be. Uh, you're actually going vinyl, Andy. Is yes, that sir. what, yeah, what yeah. you guys were telling me? Yeah, we um, the album's released digitally right now, but we have decided to remix a couple songs before we go to vinyl. And so there's three or four songs that we're gonna do a little bit of messing about it on yeah. and, and everything. So. We should be complete with that in about a month. Yeah. And then we'll go to pressing. And it'll be featured where Lucy works at Wax and Facts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yay, Wax and Facts. So talks about Wax and Facts because Wax and Facts is a iconic institution for those that are just new to the Atlanta area. Yeah, Been around is. for a long, long 45 time. 45 years and it's the longest continuously operating record store of in in Atlanta, and um, or at least to my knowledge, yeah. I could be wrong. But sure. and uh, we have an awesome collection of both new and used uh, material, yeah. you know, and um, reissues and contemporary new stuff, and yeah. then I mean, just like so much great soul music, yeah. and the jazz section is huge and wonderful, and it's is a the great location, place. Lucy, for is people it, that um, are um, not Four thirty two Moreland Avenue in okay. the heart of Little Five Points. Little it's five. right there in the same block of the Vortex, the yeah. restaurant with the big skull that's yeah. on Moreland. And if y'all are new to Atlanta and you have not been down to Little Five, you need to do yourself a favor, check out Little Five Points, and make sure you go into Wax and Facts, ask for Lucy. Yeah, just don't do that on a Tuesday or Wednesday because I'm not there. So, <laughs> so we want to give a huge shout out to Danny Beard. He's the owner and yeah. he has been more than supportive with Links it. Deluxe. And we, we just love the guy. We well, do. Danny um, and Danny Beard and Harry DeMille yeah. are co-owners of Wax and Facts. And, and have been um, since... And have been since its inception. I and love uh, it. then Sean Bourne um, yeah. has been the manager for... 
over 40 years. So yeah. really, I consider him to be like a founder as well because right. he's been there for this wow. entire time. Yeah. So, and they're all really great human beings. And I'm yeah. very happy to be working with them because, uh, um, you know, you couldn't, they're, they're like family. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I really appreciate I it. I love it. And then uh, locally here in Roswell, GA, you guys are going to connect with uh, Rand Cabass, who's the owner of Mojo Vinyl. And get uh, see if you can get some of your vinyl into I've his. been in there a couple times. It's a very cute store. Yeah, it's a tiny Great little uh, yeah. s- uh, store. But for those that uh, don't venture down to <laughs> little five, <laughs> right. for the Roswellians, you know, that are looking for some vinyl, not a bad way to go. So, and hey, we're well, gonna, I never ventured to Roswell, so I'll go check it out. Yeah. So, it, so well, it's Roswell certainly not lights. wax and facts, but it's uh, no, no, it's cool. I love looking at uh, uh, record stores. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 a I've loved records since I was a kid. Uh, and I want to talk about that when we come back. But you guys have teed it up brilliantly. We're going to play Mercy, which we've referenced, which is the single you're featuring now, I believe. And also and also uh, is where you, well, Wax Effects, uh, where you shot the video for right. this song. So I want to talk about that and then talk about the decision to go vinyl. So Waheed Gomes, the proprietor of DRS-ATL, if you're looking for a place to hang out and record some stuff, do some cool stuff, you want to check it out. But he's going to queue up Mercy. Again, only a couple minutes because we want you to go to that linksdeluxe.com website and buy this album. Loving that bass line <laughs> from Lucy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> you know, he's applauding from uh, the grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, before we played that brilliant song, we were talking about wax and facts. We were talking about uh, the decision to go vinyl. And also I want you guys to flush out uh, this video that is is linked to this song that you did some filming at Wax and Facts of whoever wants to pick that up. Well, we were lucky enough to be able to film it at um, at the store and it yeah. was just, you know, a natural fit. Right. Um, yeah. We had a Paul Lenz who kind of had the idea to do it. And um, then- Tom Branch actually directed it. Yeah. He, working with him is probably the easiest director we work, we I work with some directors for film and stuff, but um, Tom Branch was just gold. He's got a company called Lava Post Productions. And when I talk about how easy the flow was, we filmed at Oakland Cemetery yeah. also. And we would like to thank Danny, Harry, and Sean for letting us in 
film in Wax and Facts. And Greg yeah. for letting his daughter, Lucia, be in oh, the yeah. um, oh, video. Nice. That's, his, yeah, that's daughter, his daughter uh, with the wings dancing oh. through the cemetery. So, Look at that. Yeah, she, she had a good time doing that. And so Lucia was really... And the cemetery, talk about the, the cemetery connection if someone wants to touch well, on that. It, it's an historic cemetery in, um, uh, in Atlanta, but yeah. my the song was kind of inspired by my mom. Um, and uh, like I wanted us to write a song for her yeah. and, and having grown up in the South, you know, yeah. uh, South Georgia specifically, uh, yeah. Scriven. And um, so- I came up with this baseline and um, then Andy came up with the lyrics. And wow. so it was inspired by her, but she died before we actually were able to record it because oh. she died right before lockdown yeah, of the pandemic yeah. started. So she, she had never, cancer. Heard, never heard the... No, well, she, no she didn't actually because we, we brought our instruments down uh, before she died. We were going to play it for her, but we never were able to do it because... But uh, and you were telling me in the run up to the show that you have another connection to a cemetery <laughs> down in South Georgia, just at the high level. Talk a little bit about that experience, in, in Lucy. Macon. Yes, <laughs> yeah. in, at the Rose Hill Cemetery. Right. Well, well, my very first year, I graduated from high school in uh, Macon, and um, my, it was my senior year, and I'd only been there for. Oh shoot! I don't know a month or something, and I had a my first job at Wendy's, and yeah. one of my coworkers and I were going to go visit uh, the Ullman uh, brothers' graves in yeah. the uh, cemetery, but it was after midnight, and um, so we're standing there looking at it, and all of a sudden, some cop looking lights. Looking at Dwayne's, Dwayne's yes, grave. looking specifically at Dwayne's, Dwayne's yeah. and um, the police lights come up, and they're like, "Hey, you can't be in here!" And <laughs> so I played the. I'm new to the city. I had no idea. I just wanted to. And so he let us go. We were lucky. <laughs> I love it. And for those of you that haven't been down to Macon, you definitely want to do the Almond Bros too. Get to the big house. I spent almost three hours there. Self-guided tour uh, of the big house. where the Almond Brothers. Oh my gosh. Fabulous. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I then love get them. to the gravesite, which sadly now has uh, too many members. Uh, in we have there. a very good friend in Macon, Trevor. Yeah. And uh, he's he's more than we played out there a couple times. Um, once we're driving to Grand, and he is just. I amazing. really liked the Hard Gray Capital Theater yeah. that we played in. They were really nice people, and it was very neat to be able to play on a stage that actually started hosting musicians back in 1916. Yeah. Um, so it was just really Talk about cool. history. When you imagine yeah. who has been, been on, on that, that stage, stage. Yeah. you know, you feel kind of honored to be able to be part of it. Even if you're opening band, you know, you're still like, yay, I'm here. Well, and then you got to go to the H&H Cafe and in Greg's <laughs> words, get a good feed on. And you guys, uh, you're talking about doing some work perhaps at the... Uh, Capricorn Studio, talk, yeah, um, talk a so little bit about that the if other, you can. The other shout out we'd like to give is The Creek um, yeah. uh, Radio Station in Macon. They've been fabulous to us. But uh, yeah, Jason, Aaron. what's their uh, number, Annie? Do you know by chance? Oh no, Creek, just Creek? I think it's 100.7, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. But they're they're great there. Aaron yeah. Irons um, has been, is just gold. He's He's been wonderful. So nice. What we're talking to right now via um, Radio Tucker is doing something possibly in the summer at Capricorn Studios. Yeah. We have to work out some details with Jason um, back now, but possibly some video and, and recording a couple of four or five songs there over a weekend. And and it's still in the planning stages right now, so we yeah. don't want to talk too much about it. Right. But we would love to work with Jason and, um, and a couple others down there that uh, seem to be very interested. So. I love it. Yeah. Well, what I have heard from uh, other musicians that have come on the vibe that have been down to the studio is the technology is unbelievable, as you would expect. But the vibe, the ambiance is still circa, you know, oh, like the cool. cigarette right, burns right, right. and the, you know, and the this and that. So it has, to your point, Lucy, about the stage, you know, yeah. it has that history that if walls could talk. Oh, I know. It'd be so kind, cool to be able to thing. record there. Yeah. It would be really, really neat. And I believe they are open for folks to come in and visit. So if you're looking for a cool little day trip or a weekend trip, go down to Macon, get the h and Cafe food, go to the big house, go to the cemetery and go to Capricorn Records. I think you're right, but you may have to make an appointment, appointment in advance yeah, for the for the Capricorn tour. And I we took it a step further. You guys would appreciate, I, I actually had dinner 
at the restaurant where Greg proposed to share. <laughs> so, <laughs> so totally immersed in an Allman Brothers thing. And uh, you know, wait, didn't he have a song, uh, some about saints, or uh, there's a there's a component in some of Greg's songs about uh, I'm no angel. Yes, thank you. <laughs> there you go. Everybody knew that. Yeah, thank you. I'm no angel, but we're gonna cue up saints. Islands deluxe off a of jungle land. Created a sound all its own. Rocking bass grooves, thanks to Lucy. Sonic textures, spirited melodies, and lyrics. Their music is real rock and roll of the future with a nod to the past. And that's uh, Dave. I'm not even going to say his last name. But <laughs> it's with, no, he's from, he's from Ween. And Ween, he, yeah. yeah he, and he plays in a J-Rad Sue. He's a really good friend with Greg, our guitar player. And I've hung out with Dave quite a bit. And he's quite a character. But what a nice, uh, nice compliment. Well, it was one of my favorites yeah. that anyone's ever said yet. But Greg is like, uh, I'm sorry, Dave is just, um, he's hilarious. He's an amazing bass player. He can go from jazz to wh whatever he wants. He, he does a lot of stand-up stuff too. But, yeah. uh, Dave Dryowitz from Ween, he is just, he's... <laughs> so shout out to him. Yeah, he's great. And to Ween. He's Ween. Yeah. He's Ween's band. amazing. And, yeah. you know, I mean, there's some contemporary stuff that we like too, you know, which yeah. is, so is... He also plays in this uh, Joe Russo Almost Dead. It's a Grateful Dead cover band, yeah. but they do the dead more kind of um, updated. And it's actually, it, it they're really good. And, 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 and I like them a lot. And, yeah. Um, they're quite popular, actually. Um, they play a lot of, out in the Midwest and up north and stuff like that. So, yeah. But yeah, Dave, we love. We love Halloween, actually. They're great guys. Well, great quote. Saints, to me, has a bit of a U2 feel to it. Is that... Well, uh, right, mate. I, we, we love the Who. Yeah, well, you, uh, a U2. I know what you're saying. Oh, but you love... Okay, yeah. So I don't mind U2 either. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> But you love the Who. I, we do, and 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 I hear it. And I, when I listened to um, you two uh, early stuff, I was they did capture my attention quite a bit, and yeah. and, and that's quite a compliment. Um, it was more about um, there's a chaotic structure to Saints that that becomes a cohesive texture. Mm -hmm. And Lucy's bass plan in Saints is one of my favorites yeah. of any band I've ever heard. Mm. But the song itself on the surface level is what it is. But yeah. I think it's it's describing that sometimes in life, the things that don't appear to be so good can be a um, wonderful thing yeah. in the long run and stuff. And and um, so it's, it is a live, it's quite a song. Yeah. And, and um, but, but it, 
the inspiration obviously to me comes mm-hmm. from the who, but to say you two, well, uh, that's, they're amazing. Yeah. So. Well, either John, way. John you can it, go either way. John Entwistle is a, I mean, as far as technicality and skill yeah. is, is a, a, and I like the fact that he just stood there and didn't really move around too much. Yeah. Like, you know, he wasn't showboating. So right. that's, right. I kind of take some inspiration from him in that regard, but, uh, I love um, it. Yeah, he he was he was a great bass player, and so that it, he was one of the inspirations for the bass lines in that song, and that's kind of it turned into a who. One of my favorites, who's next? Song. You know, yeah. won't get fooled again. Oh, yeah, yeah that's great. Um, <laughs> so the I greatest met, uh, uh, scream in rock and roll, I would argue, oh, perhaps. It's, it's a great song, <laughs> and and so, but I did meet uh, John Entwistle in uh, I think it was '98. I was working the Woodstock. Um, and I was doing the video screens there and he, yeah. it was a small hangar, airport hangar and, and he just happened to be backstage and he just shook my hand. He says, Hey, thanks mate. And I was like, it was just like a regular guy. And did, I you put on your co- the, did you put on your Cockney accent? You just shook the <laughs> hand <laughs> of one of the best bass players <laughs> in the world. Yeah, but this was a gentleman. This wasn't a musician. This was just a guy. I know, but that's on. really cool. Which hand was it? The shaking hand? The regular <laughs> the shaking, shaking hand? hand. Okay, Lucy, you shake a, your hand too. All right. Okay. Lucy, is this the I'm first you're hearing this stuff? I really don't remember him telling wow, me this story. I love that. Yeah, yeah. There was another, um, Ben Lee, was, who's an Australian songwriter, was also playing. He was really cool too. Really nice guy. Um, and then I was out, so um, I worked this airport hangar for a day. And then I went over to the um, big stages and Elvis Costello and Brian, um, I'm sorry, Brian Setzer. Yeah. They had lost Elvis Costello's. Um, I was in the middle of this conversation with them backstage. I just was there. And so I think that um, Brian had lent Elvis Costello his guitars because British Airways had lost his guitars. Oh, no way. So um, it was funny. I was just flying the wall, but it was just hearing these Yeah, dudes. and hanging out with them and seeing yeah, their yeah. cool cats. Well, and, and, the, and the guys from Brian Setzer's, I was living in Long Beach, California at the time, and they were all hanging out at the same jazz cafe I would hang yeah. out. And so I knew them and, and you know, I was talking to those. That's why I was backstage talking yeah, to those guys. I love it. So it was cool. Well, Lucy and you guys, it kind of teed it up together. But um, so we're going to play Stepping on Gold. But while we're playing that, I want you all to think about putting, if you had, you could wave a wand and put together a three-piece band made up of any three musicians, living or dead. So I'm going to let you ponder that while we play this great song, Stepping on Gold Off a Jungle Land. We'll be right back, y'all. Lost his heart. 
This album is an eclectic, exotic mix of vibrations from around the globe. The band's sound includes jungle rhythms, soulful touches, post-punk rocking grooves throughout the album. The new band hails from Atlanta and boasts a southern flavor mixed with eclectic sound and a truly unique in rock and roll music today. Love it. I love it. I love it. Me too. Yeah, what a great uh, what a great uh, quote. Summation. Yeah, summation. So, Stepping on Gold, Tin Man Lost His Heart. I love that line. Andy. I love the movie. Um, yeah, who could not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too deep about lyrics and stuff, but um, yeah. the... That's good because time is flying by. Okay, man. you know <laughs> it's a good song. I like it. It's got a bit of soul in there, and um, and uh, and Palmer Wood did an amazing job producing it. And we're working with Palmer now on some demos for our next project. And, yeah, uh, and 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 I, and I do, I do. Those lyrics are very heartfelt. Yeah, stepping on gold. It's um, again kind of thematic with the fact that everybody struggles, but everybody also has gold within their reach is well, there my be, uh, am I really to be reaching? quite honest with you <laughs> um, we like that here on the vibe but you can lie if you I, want. no i don't want to lie about this i wrote the chorus about lucy i, I mean uh, i've you know since yeah. being with her it's like i'm happy everything's con i'm content yeah, yeah and stepping on gold I, I you know i'm not really stepping on lucy but like uh walking yeah. on gold being <laughs> yeah. around her it feels like gold most of the time and i love a love story how'd you all meet and then we're going to come back to the uh, three-piece band you want a story now? Yeah. Um, well, Andy and I had been friends um, on Facebook for a long time, and okay. we've had mutual friends because I lived in Athens from yeah. 90, I mean, 85 to 93, and then came to Atlanta in 93. Okay. So we've known many of the same people, sure. but we didn't really interact too much. And for some reason, I posted something about food, and he sent he responded by said what was your what's your favorite british food oh. so i started naming off all of the dover sole yeah. and yorkshire pudding and you know all of this stuff that that would pretty come good to for mind. a southern girl and uh well yeah i love all of it too you wow. know i like food i yeah. really do and uh so then he asked me if i wanted to go out and have sushi, which was... <laughs> okay, I got um, and, that. And I There's did, a connection and, there somehow or other. And I did. And that so, was it. Yeah, that was so it. So it's kind of a Facebook, sort of, a, it was a, a bit of a genesis to the it, relationship. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, you know, what it did was it put us in the same place without physically being in the same place, sure, you know, because sure. in these, these days, people just don't... Yeah. They're not physically in and the same place. And how long ago was that? Four yeah. years, about. Four years ago. A little over wow. that. And Andy's now stepping on gold. I love it. So uh, you've had a little chance to ponder your three. If you, you can wave this magic wand and create this, I don't want a super group. That's, that's kind of cliche, but group of musicians, three of them. Who would you pick? And I'll start with Lucy. Ladies first, always. Gosh, that is just so tough, you know. Because right, well, like, have to I, I can't. It's like, your prerogative. We can come back to Andy, and I'll come back. To yeah, you. yeah. Go, come we'll back. Just, go to Andy and come back okay. to me. All right. I, I, I've never been really good with rules, so yeah, I'm good. making up my own on this. Okay? I love that. <laughs> so I got a lot of favorite songwriters. So yeah. if I could get like David Bowie, yeah. Bob Dylan, yeah. via Infidels. Oh, nice. And Joe Strummer in the same room, and and just maybe ask them questions. Yeah. It's not so much about the songs anymore with me. Mm -hmm. um, I really dig Frank Sinatra, Miles yeah. Davis, but if I could just ask them, how did you get to that song? Mm -hmm. Whether it be struggling with this or, yeah. or going through this one. It's it, like, I don't need to hear the songs anymore. I need to yeah. hear the psychological approach of how you and what you went through to, to bring there. that emotional content yeah. to somebody that understands it. Well, I can give you a tip as it relates to Dylan. If you have not come across this, it is about six inch thick book that goes through every single one of his songs and goes into what was behind it, the production, where it was recorded. It's unbelievable. I'm about halfway through now. Does it go through the depth of his mind and yes. what, how he got to yes. the song? The to me, it's a, yeah. It's the about best these uh, authors were, are able to do. Cool. It's cool. unbelievable. I'm drawing a blank on the name now, but I'll, I'll get it to you. It's okay. phenomenal. Sounds good. <laughs> Lucy? Well, I, this one was tough because uh, 
the inspirations for me, I don't know. I think maybe their egos would get in the way of them being able to collaborate. But okay. if they didn't, like... You would solve that because you would you, you have the magic wand. Well, I don't know. But, you know. <laughs> in this exercise, you do. <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Just like Andy broke the rules, you well, can break them too. William Devon wrote a song called Be Thankful for What You've Got. Yeah. Just Be Thankful. It was covered later by Curtis Mayfield and um, I believe Donny Hathaway, who all did great versions of it. Yeah. Um, so uh, that one song is a very kind of in my mind for this baseline and for the, 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 just the feel of the song, yeah. very inspirational. But then also there's a band, the Blackbirds yeah. that did walking in rhythm. Rhythm. Oh, I and, love um, that I, song. That's a, man, I dig that, that song. That is one of it's, my favorites. If y'all haven't heard walking in rhythm. You got to, you got to go look on YouTube because, <laughs> and listen, and listen to, to it because yeah. that, song will put you in a good mood no matter what your day is looking like. That's Donald Burr's band, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And when he was in college. college yeah. And um, But then also uh, um, Marvin Gaye's whole album, What's Going On. Classic. I mean, it's just like a masterpiece, you know? I mean, so uh, those three, if you think about Marvin Gaye and the Blackbirds yeah. playing for Marvin Gaye and William Devon. See, I don't know, man, because you'd have the two of them singing and they both are good <laughs> singers, but, you know, and you Marvin, can make You can make it happen, though. I'd you have to, do like, maybe have some cocktails and some good food <laughs> around and make sure everybody's stomach was full and their uh, egos were fed. And, you well, know, it but fits. I think that would be a well, sweet song. You all need to go to Wax and Facts and get those albums that Lucy just mentioned. I can help you find them. Perfect. And if, well, maybe Maybe we can order them if we don't have them in stock. So. I love it. I love it. Well, we are almost out of time. It's just flying by. But I think it's only fitting that we finish up with High Wire. If we could, Mr. Waheed Gomes, DRS ATL. Lucy Theodora. Brown has divined a new round of songs that draw from his English roots and the raw power of his earlier career. There's a touch of glam, a snarl, I love that, of uh, confrontation in the band's new EP, Jungle Land, that dares to be defined. I love it. And that was uh, that was actually uh, Aaron Aaron Irons out of uh, Macon, Macon, Georgia. Yeah, at the creek. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Great guy. He's been more than hospitable. I love that and, uh, touch of glam and a snarl of confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Highwire. So just Highwire. in the couple minutes we have left, uh, flush that song out a little I, bit. And I then also uh, you kind of touched on about future projects, where they can hear you, where to go to buy the album, all that good stuff. We, we got to, so we, uh, Highwire, I could sit here and explain the song all day, but really it's about balance in life. Yeah. You know, it's finding, um, 
Well, if I guess if you can handle a high wire 50 feet in the air, you can handle anything else in life. You know? Amen. Yeah. So it's an emotional balance song. Yeah. Um, There's so, a lot of that through the whole album, really, that kind as of As I theme. said, it was, it was, what's the word? Thematic? Cathartic. Cathartic. Thank you. Yeah. The whole album, it, it, it brought a balance to my life. Yeah. And this band has certainly helped with yeah. that. Um, so we've got Jason Becknell at Radio Tucker. Yep. Uh, a project working in Macon yep. at Capricorn Studios, yep. possibly right. this summer, which will come into fruition. Yeah. We have another project. I can't really talk about that right now, Good. but I will tell you it involves driving and crying. Okay. Who we are huge fans of. Yep. And you'll hear more about this probably in about a month. And um So stay tuned. Look on your website, which yes. is uh linksdeluxe.com. Yeah. And um you can get CDs on there and t-shirts and koozies and uh, a whole array of different products that we Really appreciate you coming by and swinging into. Thanks yeah, so please, y'all go out and buy some stuff, man. Don't do that Spotify. You can do both, but the artists are struggling now. Go buy some stuff from the website. Thank you. And then go to Wax and Facts. Yeah, and buy hook even up with more Lucy. stuff. Yeah, and hook up with Lucy, <laughs> and she'll hook you up with all Walking in Rhythm, Curtis Mayfield, Marvin Gaye. I mean, come on. And if you're looking for, I mean, anything, I'm uh, that we get. We have a whole bunch of new stuff too, you know, and uh, new artists. And like one of my favorite new artists is a band called the Avalanches. Well, no. they're not really new. They've yeah. been around for a while, but I call them new because they're within the past. 10 or 15 years. And Lucy, are you all selling just vinyl or someone can buy a CD? And we have CDs were, too um, yeah. and some cassette tapes yeah. for those. Di- oh, and you, if you really want eight tracks, we've got those. And some we also tracks. have 78s and we can find a reel to reel. It might not be good, but you know, yeah. it's still a novelty. Oh, so, you, you also have Links Deluxe t-shirts down there too. Right? We have Links Deluxe t-shirts, but we also have really cool t-shirts that are DB Records t-shirts. And oh, Danny Beard started DB Records and helped give bands like Pylon and B-52s and yeah, Swimming Pool Qs and Love Tractor yeah. their start before uh-huh. they went on and signed with, you know, other labels and did bigger Danny. and better things. So Danny. they just need to go in and hang out and they're going to get a wealth of information from you. Man, it, time Probably is... too getting, much because I'm talking... <laughs> it is all good. <laughs> so it, time has just flown by, you guys. So uh, delighted to have you in the studio. A great uh, CD, EP, whatever we're calling them these days, and soon to be vinyl album... Coming out. We yeah, want to thank, thank you. you so much. It was a thank pleasure yes. to ride the vibe. God Great. bless y'all. Jason <laughs> Becknell, Radio Tucker. Check him out as well. Get your drink mate, carbonate anything beverage drink maker, and we are out of here. Better late than never, here's my thanks to every place my song on the radio.